Hello there. So I've finally seen Peacemaker. It just uh, debuted in the UK last Tuesday. So I finished the series last night. So here is my review of the series. And just to confirm, there might be some spoilers in here. So if you haven't seen Peacemaker, just be aware that uh, I might go into some spoilers here. So as long as you've got fair warning for that here. So right at the gate, no messing about. I'll just say this show was fantastic. Absolutely loved it. It was awesome. And... I was going to even say it's probably the best DC TV show there's ever been. And, you know, to me, I've, you know, I've always been, uh, I've got a soft spot for Supergirl as well. I thought that was pretty great, especially the first couple of series. And, of course, Melissa Benoist was great in that, absolute legend. But um, I, when I say the best DC TV series, I don't actually think I'm doing it justice. This might actually be the best TV series ever based off a comic book. It's fan phenomenal. It's fantastic. In fact, if you look at the last couple of years, last few years, what we've got, these shows that are now sort of based off of like movie properties and things like that. You've had all the Disney Plus shows, the Marvel ones as well. And even throw in the Star Wars shows as well. It's not based on a comic book, but you know, it's got the cinematic qualities. This is probably my second favourite of everything after The Mandalorian. So, you know, high praise indeed. And you kind of know, you know you're in for something special right from the get-go. I mean, the intro, let's just talk about that, with the dance routine and everything like that. Absolutely brilliant. I just loved this. This was awesome. You were the great... <laughs> and you, you see all these people as well. You're seeing all these videos and people now doing the dance routine. This is going to ingrain itself in pop culture. Absolutely guaranteed. This was superb. Uh, absolutely brilliant. And... Of course, it gives us the song, uh, Do You Want to Taste It by Wigwam. I wondered, was this a new song made for this, or was this actually from, like, the 70s or something like that? So, apparently the song came out in 2010, originally. So, not only should we thank James Gunn for the show, but we should thank him for giving me this song, introduced me to this song, because it's an absolute, the very definition of earworm. This song lives rent-free in my head. And I'm not complaining because it's fucking awesome. So, the star of the show is obviously John Cena as Christopher Smith, the Peacemaker. Now, if you've seen if you've seen the Suicide Squad, he was superb in that. He really was great, and it was and it was easy to see why he got his own spin-off from this. Kind of like as well, it was easy to see why Colin Farrell's Penguins getting his own um, HBO Max show as well. Kind of like that. Now, full disclosure here, I've always been kind of neutral one way or the other on John Cena. To be honest, respect him for all he's accomplished. He's a major, major star, obviously. He's now made the leap, the, the crossover from wrestling and acting, and he's made it look almost seamless as well. And one thing I've got to say is, when you look at it, I was always more of a, a rock guy, and the rock is obviously this arguably became the biggest star in Hollywood. I was always more of a rock fan than a John Cena fan, but I've got to say, I think Cena here has topped anything The Rock's done, believe it or not. Yeah, this is so perfect in this part. Now, I, I was saying, and I mentioned this in my suicide, when I reviewed The Suicide Squad back in August, I mentioned this, I thought, no, see, there's this thing with Cena where 
he does come across, I don't know whether I trust him or not in real life, you know, he, he sends all these motivational tweets and things like that, and that always, to me, is a bit of a red flag when people start doing that, kind of got that, I'm a nice guy, look at how nice I am, one of those people that brags about it, and then you, you, you do wonder there's something, to, I don't know, something about that, and so... And you hear all the stories about why we held people back and things like that in WWE and the the way he played politics backstage and things like that. To be fair, most of the top people do that, but if we're being honest, I mean, Steve Austin's done it. We all know that. You never really heard of The Rock doing that, but still, whatever. So there was always something that kind of irked me a little bit, even though he is a great performer and things like that, but which is why I always thought he was perfect cast for this character who thinks he's a nice guy, but it's actually kind of a douche. <laughs> So I always thought that worked well, but actually what's really great, I'm really so impressed with the performances that John Cena just really gave depth to this character. It could have been a one-dimensional douchebag, to be honest, but actually no, there's plenty of depth there and it grows throughout the series. It's fantastic and of course, if you talk about the jokes, the one-liners, the, the, he delivers them spot on, and the, all the interplay before the all the the uh, verbal interplay between the characters just works brilliantly. They just absolutely bounce off each other so well, and you know, uh, you've got as well. Uh, but you actually see the d- deeper it gets into the season, the more the, there's a surprising amount of depth there, which. I say it's surprising, I shouldn't really be surprised because uh, James Gunn can do that. We've seen James Gunn do that many a time. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll show you an example of this Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, a film that is laugh out loud hilarious uh, in parts, but there's a real heart underneath it. If you look at the father relationship as well that Star Lord has with, uh, you know, Kurt Russell's character Ego, and of course his relationship as well with Yondu, his father figure who raised him. There, there was a lot of depth and emotion in that, and he's nailed that again right here with uh, John Cena. And you look at it with, sorry, with Peacemaker, and you look at his past and things like that. It delves into it, and it's so effective. It works incredibly well. You see the the fact that, that essentially he feels responsible for the death of his of, of his brother from when they were kids and things like that. And there's the emotional scenes here. Cena just absolutely knocks it out of the park here. Absolutely nails it. Uh, superb here, and uh, so about the, the, the depth that they actually go, they actually get under the skin of the characters here, and it works so well, it's absolutely brilliant. And and the other thing I would say is, look, Cena now he's made the transition, he's better off, way better off now, he's getting away from the WWE at the right time. I know he came back and did the run in the summer there, but let's let's be real, the WWE is just absolute childish neckbeard garbage now. The ironic thing being that Cena's character was sort of the catalyst for the children, for, for, for being like a children's character and things like that. However, he's now moved on to more edgy and entertainment, more edgy entertainment aimed at adults while that product even without him has gotten worse and worse and worse and more and more childish and you've got people like Cena now away and you've now obviously Triple H has had to retire and things like that through through his health issues and things you go into Wrestlemania season and I haven't watched a minute of WWE programming since Elimination Chamber and I'm not watching Wrestlemania so you know once you've got now 
once you've now lost people like Triple H and uh, Cena and things like that in WrestleMania season, you sort of see how bad it's gotten. So, you know, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. But there you go. But, yeah, so uh, the, the other, other shout-outs here, I should say, is uh, it's good to see, like, the people from the background, they get more to do from the Suicide Squad film. They were, like, Amanda Waller's task force things. You've got, uh, particularly Jennifer Holland is hardcore. She's also like, engaged to James Gunn in real life, so lucky man because she's a, a beautiful woman and she's a great actress as well. I think she could be a breakout star from this because she is really great in this. Again, you get more to learn more about this character. She's an ass kicker as well. She's got some great action scenes. So uh, yeah, really liked her character. Uh, Steve Steve Agi, I think his name is as well. He goes, he's given more to do. He was in the original. He was in the film as well. Uh, the so it's good to see them getting more to do and more to play with as well. Another real standout is Freddy Stormer as Vigilante. <laughs> His character was superb. He was brilliant. And again, like I'll talk about the interplay. Him and John, him and John Cena's inter, um, back and forth is fantastic. It's really there's real chemistry there. It really is great. Um, as well, there's a great moment when he's about to get tortured and he's sitting making all these stupid faces and, and then was Peacemaker says to him, oh, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm changing my facial expressions in case I'm on a... in case I'm on a... in case I get... for a picture taken for an identity line up. It's like... Uh, classic stuff. I just butchered that, by the way. But whatever, I can't do it justice. But that was hilarious. So it was definitely a standout moment. As well, that he works with really well, and um, of course, as well, another character. Um, I can't remember the character's name, but she's played by someone called Danielle Brooks. Turns out to be um, Amanda Waller's daughter. This was a really good character as well. She was good as well. I'm really interesting. She's got a lot of depth as well. She's got her own story as well, and her story's interesting as well. So there were so many, so many highlights to go through as well. I think it was in the second episode when you got that married couple as well. <laughs> they, they were funny as well. Ah uh, dear, <laughs> they, they were like the more when peacemakers trying to escape and they ends up with that squabbling man and married couple and things. Like that. that was great. Uh, so um, uh, oh, there was so much to enjoy. I mean, Robert Patrick is really good casting as John Cena's dad, I've got to say, and you could actually believe that. So there you go, it's actually, it was great. He was he was excellent in this. Um, you've got to love his dance moves as well in the opening sequence, you know, <laughs> that, his little pelvic thrusts there, got to be said. Uh, so if anything, he actually looks more like John Cena than John Cena's actual real dad does, but uh, well, and a bit, although to be fair to John Cena's real dad, he actually did say that Sasha Banks should have been fired a couple of years back when she started her, her shit with the WWE, so, you know, fair play to him. I'm glad somebody had the guts to come out and say it, so fair play to you, Mr. Cena Senior. So, there you go. Uh, so... Ah yeah, this this was a great show, and even though like the finale absolutely nails it, you've got you've got as well Aquaman and Flash. You can sort of see the, uh, it's showing up. You've got Jason Momoa doing the the fish fucking <laughs> joke as well. Uh, the whole thing about uh, great stuff. It was brilliant. So overall, absolutely love Peacemaker. Great series. Can't wait for the next one. Uh, you've got, you know, James Gunn's absolutely took the ball and ran with knocked it out of the park. I'm glad to see this being successful as well. We've seen, like, the Suicide Squad, particularly in the US, its box office was low. But to see this now still going strong and we're going to get another season of this, 
is is good to see. Happy to see it. Definitely want to spend more time with these characters. And of course, I will say the action scenes were fantastic as well. Yeah, they they were like as if they were out of a major blockbuster as well. This has high production values. The action scenes were tremendous. I've got to as well say, feel Eagly is a great character. I absolutely loved it. Uh, his pet, I, I absolutely loved that character. He really needs to get his own Funko Pop. Hopefully, he has. He, he will get that down the line sooner rather than later. And the CG on Eagly is fantastic. Really looks great. So. There you all in all, that's my thoughts there on Peacemaker Season 1. Bring on Season 2. Absolutely loved it. So, um, going forward, um, as one big show ends, another one begins. So, Moon Knight starts on Disney Plus today, so I'll be doing my reviews and spoiler talks for that going forward every, every week. And, of course, that'll probably be tomorrow or Friday. I'll do it tomorrow. More than likely, I'll watch it later today and do my review tomorrow. Also... Uh, oh, I'd mentioned I was going to go and see Ambulance, but I haven't seen it yet, so it'll probably be next week. So I, I was originally going to go yesterday, but wasn't able to go, so hopefully next week I'll see that. Uh, of course, Mor- Morbius comes uh, Morbius comes out, I think it's Morbius it's called, I don't know. That that vampire Marvel film, so I'll be seeing that probably next week. I'll get a review for that out as well. Uh, so... There you go. Oh, of course, speaking of wrestling, I've also got The Undertaker's top 10 favourite WrestleMania matches. I'll do that on Friday, on Hall of Fame Day for uh, for The Undertaker. So I'll get that out. And yeah, that's that then. So anyway, thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen and goodbye.